What are your monsters? It's time to pull out the sword of truth and explore. Don't be shy. Let's get started. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Monsters. No, your episode of your ultimate life. But we are talking about monsters. We're in the middle of a 10-part monster series. And no, we're not talking about the latest Marvel movie or some sequel to Alien. We're talking about your monsters that are in your heart to keep you from doing what you want. Most of the time, you know what gets in the way of us having what we want to have? What gets in the way most of the time is who we're being, what we believe. We get in our own way. Now, you hear people say that all the time. They say, well, I got to get out of my own way. That's become almost cliche. Like, okay, get out of your own way. And then the next question is, why would you be in your own way? Ah! I don't know, but we do it all the time. You know, when I talked about break the cage, and I still talk about that a lot. In fact, one client I had told me I should call myself the cage breaker. And I thought about that, and I have used the term execution mentor. And then I was worried about people thinking I was the Grim Reaper running around with a, you know, a sickle or a Sith or whatever, right? And the real issue is simply this. We have to learn to tell the truth. We have to learn to tell the truth. We don't. We don't do that a lot. And the the sole reason is we're afraid. We're afraid of the answers. We're afraid to tell the truth that we are the thing that's in the way. What is it? Well, it's what we think and what we believe about our stories and about ourselves. And where that came from doesn't matter. We've spent so much time blaming and believing in old stuff that we haven't uh, done the work that's necessary to get to where we want to go. So here's what I want to do. I want to talk about your monsters. It doesn't do much good for us to talk in the abstract about ideas. So for the next few minutes, focus on your monsters. Now, monsters, as I mentioned in the first episode a couple ago, a couple episodes ago, was defined, the definition is the things that get in your way. I told the story about my grandmother's electric water pump, and that got in my way. It scared me, and so it got in my way of going in the cellar and getting what was needed for, for dinner, or for, you know, fruit, even though one of the things they kept down there were these delicious raspberries. They bottled raspberries and they bottled all kinds of other fruit, peaches, plums, apricots, you know, all kinds of stuff. And they were wonderful, but there was nothing as heavenly as that bottle of raspberries. And we got to have raspberries for dessert. Uh, and it was like a soup almost, only it was cold, served cold, and it was just beautiful. Oh, the raspberries. That was Heaven, heaven, heaven. And we didn't get to have them that often. Maybe there weren't a lot of them, or maybe they were expensive, or maybe there just weren't. I don't know. But whenever we got to have them, that was like, oh! But the thing that was scary was I had to go in the cellar, the place where the pump was, to get them. So that monster kept me from eating the raspberries. And I had to steal my courage, and it took a long time, and, you know, to get it done. So I want you to think about what your monsters are. That's the name of this episode, 603 of Your Ultimate Life. Creating a life of purpose, and pro- of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. And we're going to talk about you now identifying the ways that your monsters, your fears, your stories 
are getting in your way and you're letting them like nobody built the monster. You did. And you own it and you keep it there. And that might sound harsh because stuff might have been done to you or you might have had a terrible illness or a terrible accident or some abuse or other things heaped upon you. And I'm not diminishing the effects of those things. They're real, they're powerful, and sometimes they're long-lasting. The only question that matters is, are we going to continue to allow that thing to have an effect on us here now today? So unless the abuse is continuing, there is an opportunity for you and me, each of us, to end it and change the story and change the situation. Now, here's an interesting thing. When I was active in seeing a lot of counselors for several years, when I first started attacking this depression that had ruled my life for 35 years, the not good enough cycles of up and down, self-sabotage, living in the cage uh, with the bars labeled fear, procrastination, and self-sabotage, right? They were the bars. And I I liken it all to being locked in a cage because you can see what you want, but you, you can't get it. Oh, oh, you reach and then you get discouraged and you give up. And the truth is the bars are yours to control. You have the key and so did I. When I finally got invited by the divine intervention that happened in August of 2007 to change my life that I accepted and started moving on a new path, I realized that I had the key, but the key for me required a lot of work. I had to Uh, learn to be honest. I had to learn to tell the truth. I had to learn to be open with counselors. I had to believe that I could change. I had to do a whole bunch of work. And it took several years of work from 2007 to maybe 11 or 12 to start to get a handle on that depression and start to change fundamentally who I was being so that I could create the ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that I live today. And it wasn't that those tools weren't available before. Either I wasn't willing or wasn't ready to do something. And you and you alone decide what that was. Nothing external forced me to do it. I had a divine intervention that invited me, that helped me get sober. And, and then the, my wife today, Joy, was an angel that was brought in my life that was a, a, a blessing beyond compare. But I still had to accept that invitation and get out of my own way. So today we're talking about what are your monsters. And the only reason for you to listen to this is not for you to commiserate with mine and not for you to think about somebody else that needs to change this, that, and the other, but for you to identify your own monsters. So what are your monsters? Well, we want to do three things. How can you tell? Can you tell the truth? And then I want you to list them, describe them, and you'll see what happens when you do that. So the first part is how can you tell what your monsters are? Well, one way is to listen to your language. Listen to your language. If you use the word yebit and it's almost got that tone, yebit, you're going to be describing a monster. You're going to be describing one of those things that lives in your stories. Like when we were kids, they lived under the bed or in the closet in the dark or for me in the cellar at grandma's house. When it starts with yebit, And that sort of wistful, whining, blaming tone, you know you're about to describe a monster. So, for example, yeah, but I don't have time. Yeah, but I'm just too busy. Yeah, but I've got all these responsibilities. Yeah, but I want to, but I just don't know how. Yeah, but I don't know if it's any good. Anything that starts with yeah, but or well, in that sort of whiny tone, 
you know, guaranteed, whatever comes after that is one, not true, and two, it's a monster that you've created. Now, that might sound harsh, and I don't care. Take it and listen to it. Dig into the truth of that thought and see if there is a place there where you are being sidetracked by a monster that you have created that is in your cellar, under your bed, or in your closet. So I'll list some of the ones that we're going to cover eventually in these 26 or so episodes. Procrastination, fear, I'm not good enough. It's not my fault. I don't have time. Look what happened to me. Uh, and on and on, right? All of those things that go, well, yeah, but all that stuff. Oh, I tried that last year and it didn't work. Oh, I never am any good with goals. Yeah, but that kind of stuff doesn't work for me. All those are stupid lies that we tell ourselves. And the only effect of telling them is to keep us stuck where we are. Now, let's be really clear. You have the absolute sovereign right to stay stuck where you are, period. No one can take that from you. You have that right, you own it, and that's the end of it. If you're happy with that, then don't whine. Be happy with that choice and live into that choice to stay limited with full joy because that's what you're choosing. If that sounds kind of gross, a live, a, you know, declaring you're going to live into mediocrity, okay, well then listen up. You can tell when you're talking about a monster by how you describe it, how you blame it, and how it lives outside of you. So when you're blaming something outside of you, you're talking about a monster. That's in your mind, that's in your story, that's in your past. Now, I was talking about a shrink a minute ago when I started on this journey, and one of the things that he said to me that was really harsh as I talked to him about situations that were going on and my desire to, you know, restore relationships and make amends and do things on my recovery journey, I told him about some of the things that were being said to me in conversations by different members of my family or my kids who were, you know, talking to me. And he just flat looked at me and he said, the abuse continues. The abuse continues. And he was calling me out for allowing it to continue. And that made Joy really happy because she was a fierce advocate of me not tolerating abusive language and blaming and all the other stuff that I had given into because I blamed myself for everything that had gone wrong from the creation of the world to the end of time. That was a monster, my guilt, my refusal to forgive myself, my refusal to allow others to take responsibility for their own lives, their own behavior and their own choices. I didn't do that. So that's how you can tell. The stories you make, yeah, the language you use, the tonality, the blaming, and the fact that it lives somehow outside of you. You're responsible for your own life. You're the only person, and no one else has control. No one controls your destiny but you. And you can now take the freedom and control to list the monsters that you have. Now, question number two here is, can you tell the truth? If you've had a habit of lying to yourself for a long time, about where the responsibility for your life and your ultimate life lies, then breaking that habit could be hard. It was for me. I had to learn to tell the truth, to tell the truth about who was responsible today for this situation. See, my mind always went back to what had happened in the past, and because that happened, therefore, and I drew the past into the present and projected it into the future all the time, and that was the controlling thing, and that's nonsense. 
The future is unwritten. It is blank and it is yours to control and write. That is the truth. So if you're willing to tell the truth about what is possible today and the truth that all control rests in your hands and the truth that the monsters are inside, not outside, then we have the opportunity to make real progress. Now, that might, again, sound harsh. It did to me. You know, I rebelled and pushed back and wanted to keep blaming things because it's easy when we can blame that over there and a lot harder when we have to look, look in our hearts and say, holy crap, I own this mess. It's me. Uh, and not, oh, it's me. I can't do anything about it because, again, that's victim nonsense. It is I own it and I can fix it. So learning to tell the truth fearlessly, relentlessly, and not shouting, but just tell the truth and decide what to do from there. Now I want to invite you to play another game, and this is part three, last part of today's episode, and that is to list your monsters. Write them down. Uh, For me, for example, it was the I'm not good enough monster, and I had that came in 27 different flavors, right? I'm not good enough. I can't measure up. I will never be fill in the blank. It is too late. My time has passed. I already had that opportunity and squandered it. All of those were different versions of I'm not good enough. Look at so-and-so. Look what they, oh, I could never. All of those were different versions. And good enough might not be the right word. Rich enough, smart enough, pretty enough, skinny enough, short enough, tall enough, some talented enough, smart enough. All of them are exactly the same story. So your invitation here is to get honest and list the things, the stories that you use and have some fun with this. So jump in and describe all the ways that those things limit you. Describe, you know, every time I think about doing an episode or writing a book or fixing a relationship or selling a program if you sell programs or starting a business or growing a business or leaving my job. I get, uh, and then you list, describe the effect that they have on you. Uh, Here's what I notice. I notice that when I describe these monsters and I actually write down what they, what I'm thinking and saying, they get smaller. Sometimes they sound silly And I look at what I wrote and I think, I can't believe I believe that. Like, come on. I don't. Are you you serious? And so what I'd like you to do is list the monsters that you have. At least five or six, and maybe there's ten. But list the ones that are eating your lunch. The stories, the excuses, the monsters. And then describe uh, how they're affecting you where they're showing up in your life and tell the truth on paper. And I want you to see if in doing that and reading it out loud to yourself, they don't start to shrink. They either seem smaller, sometimes they'll seem silly, or what I found sometimes is when I do that, what comes to me is, you know, okay, but I, I can find a way around that. I can fix that. Like, that doesn't have to stop me. So this episode is all about identifying your monsters, figuring out how you can tell your language, your tonality, learning to tell the truth, 
and then writing down your monsters and describing how they affect you and what they do to you and then see what impact that has. I can promise you that this is the start of eliminating those, taking ownership, getting past them, and therefore creating your ultimate life. Now you've taken the challenge. You've written down your monsters. Now let's dig in deeper. Watch the next video and figure out where do those monsters come from.